Hey guys, this is Gabby Douglas. If you have an active lifestyle like me, hydration is key. That's why I love the hydration watermelon smoothie from Smoothie King. Blended with whole fruits, coconut water, and more electrolytes than some of the leading sports drinks. Hydration Watermelon is the cleaner way to hydrate with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. So you can recover and perform at your peak ability during the summer heat. Order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to for small business owners, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, uh, really anybody in the business space who wants to be able to do great things. Uh, This is because of the guests who join me to share their expertise with all of you. So you can get the answers, suggestions, tips, ideas, uh, education, whatever it is you need, you can get it here. Today my guest is Obina Morton. Obina is a content writer and entrepreneur. She has a freelance writing business called Turns of Phrase, where she helps businesses tell their stories with content. Thanks so much for joining me today, Obina. Thank you for having me. Uh, Happy to have you with me. I love the name of um, your business, by the way, Turns of Phrase. I think that's really cool. Um, So... If you would uh, share with the listeners how how content works for their business. Yeah, sure. So, um, and then just this is just a lot of the things that I've learned, I guess, since since starting. So, um, there are just a few things, or a lot of things that it can do. But a few things that it can do is that it can start to build an emotional connection with whoever is reading uh, whatever you write. And so, for example, if you tap into something that a person might have as a frustration or pain point or something that would make them happier or make them feel like something is exclusive and make them feel special, um, your words can do that. And um, there's a source called the Adweek Handbook 
to copywriting by a, a really respected copywriter named um, Joe Sugarman. And he says that people buy with emotion, but then justify with logic. So um, a lot of us will use emotion when we are making a purchase and then reason with ourselves um, with something more logical. Um, then another thing that content can do is it can start to establish your voice, which is going to be how you express yourself through the written word. Um, so that will be what you say and how you say it. And this is something that can really attract people uniquely to what it is by the way that you use your words to communicate. And then um, something else which you would likely know very well already is that content can also build authority. So the more of it that you have, um, you can make it, make it, make it as a source or resource for showing that you're an expert on a particular topic. So if you wanted to write a blog article that would share particular information, or for example, create a case study for somebody or a business that you helped and show the in impact you had through the written word, um, those would just be a few different examples of how you could use content specifically um, to your advantage as a business owner. That's so great. I mean, and that's a lot. I don't think people realize uh, how much content can really do for them. I, I think they sort of pigeonhole, you know, what they think it is. Um, so you said it can establish a business's voice. So yes. can can you uh, give us like an example of what that looks like? Um, yes, certainly. So um, when I did a, a presentation on this, like uh, last year, um, I shared with the audience that I've spoken to an example of uh, companies like Microsoft and Apple, for example. And it was really interesting because you saw, like, if you visit their website, you will see how each one communicates very uniquely with their words. So I noticed that Apple had, and I'm sure you will notice too, just by how their advertisements are as well. So they'll have more of an edgy and cool approach to the way that they communicate. And then Microsoft will have a very straightforward, no thrills way of communicating. And so I thought that was interesting just considering how um, each of those businesses seems to have that type of quality to them. And so um, like as we all will have probably Microsoft Office Suite, um, the idea is that it works. They don't need to do anything to convince us that it works, um, that it gets the job done of saving our documents on Word. And then Apple, they just always have that innovative, creative thing about them. So it's just really cool if you take a look at their websites, you can see that. Yeah, those are great examples. It's interesting because they're really speaking, well, they're not, well, they they technically provide the same sort of value, but mm -hmm. the way they communicate with their audience is different based on uh, who they are, right? Is that what that yeah. pretty much is all about? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be who they are. And I also think it's interesting, too, because you will see um, also kind of the differences in maybe even the life stories of Steve Jobs and Bill Gates kind of almost projected. Almost. I mean, this is my unique interpretation, yeah. I guess. Just um, just the more you can see how just one has more of a, you know, work with clearly works with very innovative creators and wants to emphasize that. And um, and then, you know, Bill Gates, I guess what everybody knows about his story is, you know, he had a very straight, straight line story of dropping out of, of Harvard at, I, mean, I don't know how far he went or anything, but I just thought one, one is just has that more, more creative edge to it. And then they both, both work beautifully. Um, yes, they both work beautifully. 
in terms of just getting the point across. Yeah, and that's really the key, is that there mm-hmm. isn't a wrong, you know, as long as you're speaking in your voice, yeah. that's what's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, and you, I know that, you know, you might have both products, maybe a Microsoft product or an Apple product, and, it, and as long as each of them works, does it really right. matter? <laughs> and but then and it will attract a certain type of certain type of person as well. So that's yeah. that is part yeah. of it too. I like guess people who are drawn to certain types of communication. So it's about being an yeah. example of the voice that we can that's all right. have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So can you give the listeners um, some tips uh, when they're writing their website copy? Yes, sure. So um, I'm actually currently going through like a self-learning phase even more with uh, copywriting. And so this is this is fresh information. Um, so there's a few examples. So you could, as you would guess, um, when we're doing our Google searches and when we get to a website, we're going to be scanning it. And we're not necessarily going to be reading everything uh, word for word. So you're going to want to format your web copy for scannability. So that means things like bullet points. Um, some people will even bold text to highlight important points, which adds some visual variety for our eyes too. And then another tip would be to use headings and subheads, um, just so that you can also organize the information uh, visually. Um, you can add images and pictures. So there is a study um, that was conducted in 2011 uh, on the content marketing platform Sky, Skyword and it said that content with images get 94% more page views. So images add more to your website in terms of having it um, more accessible to people and people wanting to view it more. And then also, um, just how we address the, the voice idea um, and how a lot of places and businesses will be just very adamant about their unique way of communicating. You also have the opportunity to use that and highlight that throughout your, your web pages and uh, humanize humanize your message by having a unique personality to the way you communicate. And um, a copywriter by the name of Nikita Morel, uh, she, she recently did 30 website fixes for ar- architecture firms. She focuses on architecture firms. And she, she suggested in one of her YouTube videos to blend personable with professional, to have that nice blend of human with you get things done. So. Uh, that would be those would be a few tips for web copy. Yeah, those are great, and I think that last one is something that a lot of people struggle with figuring out where that line is on the personal yes. side, right? Where the, so that they don't go too personal to a place that um, is not still also professional. Yes, yes, and that that can be definitely difficult. And um, in her video, she gave some really great examples of firms that were. We're doing that, just blending, figuring out a way to toe the line in a safe way um, without yeah. making it seem like you are saying too much or not not projecting the type of image that you still need to protect. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that is something. And, and I guess a tip for this would be to check out different websites, which is something I'm doing now, um, looking at different websites that you like and really just using that as inspiration to start to not quite copy, obviously, but emulate some of the way that they communicate as well. So that is that's a tip I have that I'm using for myself as I um, re- rework my own website. Yeah, I like that because really you're you're just finding what resonates with you, 
mm-hmm. and then using the same sort of style. So, you know, yeah. they're wondering how to do it. Yeah, that that's great. Okay, yeah. what about when someone's writing a newsletter? Yeah, sure. So newsletters, it's something that um, people will do, I know, for email marketing, which is a term that's mm-hmm. really popular. And I have a few different tips. Um, so first, first of you to find an interesting subject line. Um, and it's something that we will all look at and look at the subject line. And then also there will usually be those first few words after that you can usually see in your inbox too, because you can focus on the subject line and just the first sentence or two to make sure that those are noteworthy and eye-catching. And what you can do for this is to take a look at subject lines that are in your own email and see which ones it intrigued you enough to click on them and use those as inspiration as well. So there's a lot to our disposal already um, to use as, let's say, fodder or inspiration for our writing. So that'll be the first tip. Um, Another tip would be to make the writing concise and use white space. Um, Just like when we're doing web copy or any type of internet writing, um, just our eyes are going to look at things in a way that scans rather than reads of a novel or a Harry Potter story or something. Um, And then third will be to share useful information. And I guess this would be self-explanatory, but um, if if the information is going to be helpful to us, that is definitely something that allows people to, I would say, keep that information, store that information, and then not delete or unsubscribe. I know know, for me personally, the um, newsletters that I really love or ones that really connect with me on an emotional level and then also um, get really good and helpful information. And yeah, those would be just a few tips. Those are great. Those are great. Okay. Now I'm curious about um, creating blog articles. What What are some tips for that? Okay, great. So this is going to be really fun because um, blogging is it's it's an interesting format because you don't have to be necessarily too formal, but you can also be formal. It's something that has a range of ways to approach it. So um, after you figure out, you know, which way that you want to approach it, a few tips would be to be sure to have a catchy headline. So again, it should be useful and clear and to the point. And um, there are plenty of resources out there in terms of figuring out different headline formulas. I would suggest a website called Copy Blogger with some writers named Sonia Simone and Brian Clark. And then I also found a really great article by a marketer named Neil Patel, who has great information on um, blogging, blogging headlines in particular. And a few tips that um, he gave were to use specific numbers, so like, like five secrets for the perfect about page, for example, and then use adjectives. So like when somebody says, you know, five simple ways, yada, yada, yada. Or then you can also use tips, lessons, ideas, secrets, strategies, principles, and that type of, that type of approach. So like uh, seven lessons to uh, great copywriting or seven simple lessons for great copywriting is um, something that I recently wrote on my Medium page. So something of that nature. Um, oh, yes, two more, two more tips also um, would be to add subheads. So you're going to want to divide up the information again uh, so that it's scannable and easy to read. Um, and like a headline, like a headline should be useful, the content itself should be useful too. 
And one way to do this is to brainstorm different ideas and ideas that go into your own experience as an entrepreneur. So you could share things about your story that could let somebody connect a little bit more to you. Um, you could share about obstacles that you've overcome. Um, people definitely, if somebody is an entrepreneur also, could also um, learn from that information. And then you could also share information that you would naturally just know as an expert or somebody that knows something, a lot about something in your particular niche. So um, that, that's a lot, I know, but those are just a few <laughs> tips for blogging. <laughs> those are great. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, they're terrific. One of the things I like about them is people can, uh, about these tips, is um, the people can pick, you know, they hear them and then go, okay, well, that I can go do right now. So, because these are really yeah. good. They're, they're very nice and specific. Okay. okay, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break, and then I have some more um, questions for you. Okay, all right, sure. Thanks. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are Do Business Better by Damian Mason and Breathe to Succeed by Sandy Abrams. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Explore the books that are of interest to you and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Obina Morton about how to market like a boss. Okay, so we talked about web copy, newsletters, blog articles. Um, I see a lot of people creating infographics. And they're sort of a mystery to me. So <laughs> I'm wondering okay. if you can share some ideas around how to create those. Yeah, sure. Okay. So these are very, very fun. Um, they remind me of hieroglyphs, quite honestly, just how pictures have the power to tell different stories. And, um, and so just, just a quick thing to note is that, um, and I'll just, so you might want to know why this would be beneficial to you. Um, just according to research called the pictorial superiority effect, um, when you pair text with a complementing image, a person will remember 65% after three days instead of just 10% without an image. So there is a real benefit um, for a person to have an image with text, and infographics is that thing that can help you to uh, have information be retained um, more often. So um, a few tips for this would be to, and I think I use this with newsletters, but to keep text concise. And uh, the reason for this, and the reason for this in particular, is because when you have images that are paired with this text, you're actually not going to need to write nearly as much because the pictures are going to be able to tell some of the story and move it along. Um, the second tip is going to be to develop a headline, and that's going to be similar to blogging. And there are to add an additional tip that you can use for any type of any type of headline that you're going to be writing. Um, there are a lot of headline generators out there. And just to give you a couple so that if you want to use these to come up with different ideas that you'd like to use for your headlines, um, there's a title generator called titlegenerator.com, um, seopressor.com, and impactbnd.com. And so you just put in a keyword and then it will think of 
snazzy titles that you can use for yourself. Um, wow. Then, yes, so there's there's a lot out there um, that will just get you that get you going without even you really having to think about it too much. Um, and then the very last tip I'm going to add is that you should be sure to find images and a template that fit your message. So that is self-explanatory, right? You would just assume that you would put the right image and the right template that would you know, fit whatever topic you're talking about. But things can kind of get a little confusing because um, something like color, for example, is going to be something that you'll want to think about because certain colors give off certain, I would say certain messages or certain vibes. So you just want to make sure that you're able to think about the little details that exist so that you can communicate the message more clearly or most clearly without anything interfering with that. And again, that's a lot, I know, but three <laughs> tips. <laughs> That's okay. That's great. That's wonderful. Okay. okay. Um, now, how, what about ebooks? Those seem yes. to be very popular as well. Yes, ebooks are very popular, and I know a lot of people will use something like this for um, for a lead magnet to grow their their email list. And I know I have a lot of ebooks just from giving my email and getting some really great information from these books. Um, so, a few things to do if you are a person that wants to create an ebook. Um, first off, to know is that it's just going to be generally longer than a blog post because it's going to be, you know, like a book and take a little bit more time to create. Um, the first tip is going to be to choose the topic. And a topic that will be good will be a topic that you have experience with. So, if you have experience helping another person or maybe your origin story, obstacles that you have, overcome um, and again expert information that you know in your particular field or niche um, maybe you use social media to get customers i know a lot of people have done stuff like this or you know tips in your your skill skill set and those would be that would just be an example of how you can determine a topic um, the second tip would be to find a time and a place that works for you so that would be just based on what your unique schedule what your unique, unique, excuse me, your unique schedule would be for you and what would fit best for you. Um, and then when you're writing, a good idea is to also write without really judging what you write, kind of just get everything out onto the page um, without editing because it's going to just add more time and it's easy to always find mistakes when you already don't have your thoughts completely together. So just don't be afraid to make mistakes and just say everything you need to say before looking over it to make sure you say it the right way. Um, and then the third tip is going to be to, um, with whatever you say, it's just always a good idea, like we learned in, you know, high school and college with research papers, to do do research, add research to the points that you um, are purporting or, or saying in this ebook, and then in addition, add things that serve as metrics for your particular experience. So if you have data or statistics or case studies that can support what you say. Um, to add more credibility to what you're saying and just make it that much that much stronger or that much better. And yes, that would be it for ebooks. Great. Okay. Now, what about news releases? Sure. Okay, so news releases. So I have written quite a few of these. So this is just going to be based off of you know my experience of writing them and then doing a little bit of distribution. And so 
I'm going to add some information from a book that I read earlier on as I started called The Beginner's Guide to Writing Powerful Press Releases. So just watch out for that, I guess. So, so the first thing is going to be to um, figure out what the news is that you're sharing. And this guide gives a really great list of, has to be maybe 100 or so ideas of what you could um, share information about. And a few ideas that they have are to uh, share, share that you have added a new product or service. If you have a new website upgrade, for example, if you've done charity work, if you're getting an award or hosting a webinar or seminar. And I have, um, and I even recently wrote a news release for um, an entrepreneur in, in Atlanta on a, a webinar that they were hosting. So that is, that is definitely one I've done before. Um, and then the second tip will be to uh, don't forget about the local outlets that exist. Um, there are a lot of places that you can send this news release to that would still be interested in what you're saying. So that means like local television stations, radio stations, um, publications in your area. And it's easy to forget about, I guess you could say like quote unquote, the, the little people, but um, who doesn't get excited by still being featured in local publications, uh, especially if you're in the earlier stages, that's really um, noteworthy and credibility building and also just feels really great to be recognized no matter uh, no matter if it's you know local or national or international as an outlet. And um, the very last tip I've got for you is to include facts. So um, while news releases do have that kind of um, promotional element to them, you should still support the information with facts and any type of research that would fit along with what you're saying. Um, so what that does is that definitely connects what you are saying to something bigger than your immediate business and connects it to something that is happening in the wider world. So then that also shows that you have the potential to make an even wider impact of whatever it is that you're sharing because it's, I guess I would say that it's bigger than just yourself. And then that would be it, those three tips for when you are writing a news release. Terrific, thank you. Well, this is um, an awful lot of information. I so appreciate it. It was funny at the beginning when you were saying, okay, that's a lot of information. Um, it is, yeah. uh, it, 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 but it's tremendously valuable because, you know, people know they need to be providing content, but if they're not writers by nature, or if they haven't gone to school to learn about copywriting and writing and content and all of that, it, it can be sort of uh, scary and overwhelming. So I really appreciate this information because it gives people some very specific information about how they can um, start, you know, and, and the things that they can do. And especially, you know, for the different areas. So they can pick one, like they could pick, they could say, I want to start blogging and, uh, and they could make that happen and have a pretty good idea of, okay, what do they need to be doing with that thing? So thank you very much for this. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I I just know um, that, I, in my opinion, I think writing is something that you will not always think about, and it just has so much going on with it that anybody, I feel like anybody can do it, but it just takes time and practice. Yeah. So, um, and so I think this information is just stuff that anybody can put into action, so. Hopefully yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I agree. And I think you've given it to us in a way that, that shows that, 
you know, that it doesn't feel as overwhelming as it might have uh, before we started this conversation. Okay. So will you tell the listeners um, how they can find you and, and what you've got going on, please? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, again, just a, just a simple, I won't say just, but there's so many articles about don't say just, but it is a simple, <laughs> it's a simple freelance writing business. So I, I basically just tell people's stories or whatever angles that they want to approach with writing and content, which will also include something like images as well, I guess. Um, so you can find me at, or you can find my website at um, www.turntophrase.com. And I do have some images to make it more readable. Um, and then my email address is going to be my name minus the O. Um, so Bina, B as in boy, I as in ice, and as in Nancy, and as in Nancy, and A as in apple, at turnsofphrase.com. And that's T-U-R-N-S-O-F-P-H-R-A-S-E.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn, so um, just in the show notes or whatever, you can see how, how my name is spelled, which I know is very, probably, it's not going to be easy, I guess, to just automatically know. And that's, <laughs> oh, it'll be oh, easy. They can do. Yeah, so that's it. Obina Morton, O-B-I-N-N-A. Wonderful. Thank me. you. That's yeah. great. And listeners, thank you. If you've been struggling with um, trying to figure out what you should be doing with your content, uh, this was a great episode for you to be listening to. And if you know someone who has been struggling with that, please share this episode with them as well. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Audible.com. To get a free trial of Audible.com and a free audiobook, just go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to sign up. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, Goodbye and good day. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult Struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, And this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.